two thirds of the thoughts that you're having on a day to day basis. And we're having like tens of thousands of thoughts, right? Like two thirds of those are negative. You're now listening to the Let's Talk About Life podcast brought to you by Don't Settle with your host, Harrison King. What's up, everybody? My name is Harrison King, and we're back for another episode of the Let's Talk About Life podcast. If you're new here, um, which you probably are, because this is episode number two, um, I just want to let you know what this is about. This podcast, obviously, we're talking about life, but what does that mean, you know? Uh, and, and the point of this is to talk about things we don't normally talk about, you know? Um, you're just out for, for a walk or whatever, and you're chatting with somebody, and maybe these aren't things that you're normally going to you know, things that aren't going to be brought up and you're not going to chat about. And that's what this podcast is about, is about exploring some of these topics, providing you with information and, and resources um, and helping you to grow, right? And that's the whole that's the whole point. And I've got a great topic for you today, great episode coming your way. And I'm very grateful for you being here today and taking the time to listen uh, or watch if you're watching. What's up? Um, and uh, yeah, let's... Get on with the topic of the day, which is complaining. Um, and complaining is, is, is a very interesting thing. Um, I've, I've done, you know, a lot of research and looking into it. And it's quite a peculiar thing because we all do it. Um, and, you know, it's really easy to do, but why? Why do we do it? Cause it's not a great thing and it's a lot of negativity, right? So, um, we're just going to start off with, you know, if you don't know what complaining is, which I'm sure everybody does, but the definition of it is the expression uh, of dissatisfaction or annoyance about something. So you're annoyed, you know, you're dissatisfied, you're not happy with with something and you're explaining that to either somebody else or out loud or to yourself or whatever, right? That's what complaining is, um, which inherently is a negative thing, right? Like it's not that's not something that's positive if you're, if you're complaining about something. So, so complaining and negativity kind of go hand in hand, right? Um, and, and some interesting things about that, you know, we have lots of conversations day to day in our, in our lives. Um, and the interesting thing is that people complain about once a minute during a typical conversation. Um, and the weird thing about this is that your brain starts to pick up on patterns, right? Of things we do, because that's how our brain works. Everything that we do, it picks up on patterns of, um, you know, whatever, and builds habits, right? And uh, it starts to develop neural pathways, is what they call them, right? Uh, that are dedicated specifically to the, the activity of the thing that you're doing. So in this case, it's complaining. So essentially, complaining or doing any kind of activity, right? Yeah, or something repetitively rewires your brain in a way. Uh, to make it easier to do that thing in the future, right? It's kind of creating like a, well, like a path. You're walking down, uh, you know, in the park and, and the more you walk down a certain path, it's going to kind of get, um, you know, beaten down the grass. And, and that's where people are going to tend to walk because it's already, it's just the easy way to go. And that's what's happening in your brain with these neural pathways that you're creating. And, and that's what happens with complaining. The more you complain, the more, um, you know, of these, these neural pathways are strengthened and, and you just, it makes it easier to do it in the future. So, Complaining is rewiring your brain to make it easier to complain in the future. Um, and obviously this happens with other things too, but we're talking about complaining today. So, uh, it kind of creates this downward, you know, spiral effect of, of, you know, you, you start to complain. It creates these, these pathways and then, and then you do it more and then you're complaining more and it's just this bad, you know, negative cycle. But we can't really 
control it, right? Uh, at least we don't think we can tr- control it. So we'll get to that in a little bit here. But um, we were talking about complaining being being hand in hand with negativity, right? Um, and negativity uh, really is the enemy of happiness, right? You know, people want to be happy. Everybody wants to be happy. Uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying you have to be happy because some people, maybe you don't want to be happy. That's, you know, what's up to you, but, but most people want to be happy. Right. And, and that's kind of one of the big goals in life. Um, and, and I think one of the things that people think is, you know, being successful, you're happy. Right. Um, so negativity, you know, is the opposite of that. Right. Um, and, and the thing about negativity and, and just negative things in general, but you're putting out negative thoughts or, or feelings or emotions or whatever, it attracts more negativity, right? Um, I mean, it's the same thing with positivity. If you do that, you can attract positive people, positive thoughts if you're being positive. But if you're, if you're being negative and complaining, it's going to attract more negativity, right? Um, now here's an interesting thing about how it affects your body because because you may not think it is you know it's just more of a mind thing but the mind and body are really interconnected right mind body spirit all of that um it's all it's all one big thing and everything from each specific aspect affects the other one right so uh, so the interesting thing here is that complaining causes the body to release the stress hormone cortisol if you've heard of cortisol before many of you probably have it's a it's a word that's used a lot uh and it also often has a, like a negative uh connotation the cortisol is bad but it's not actually bad um like for what it's supposed to be used for right it's supposed to be um it's it's a necessity in the body like it's a hormone that's needing needed to be used but the thing about uh well what what is cortisol if you're wondering it works with parts of the brain to it basically controls your mood uh motivation and fear so it's it's best known for triggering that fight or flight response that we we call it right um the thing about it though is that you know after dangerous past so you've been you've been spooked or you're scared or whatever right after that that um has passed your cortisol levels should um return to normal right but the thing about it is that excess cortisol can result in anxiety depression headaches heart disease trouble sleeping weight gain uh diabetes and can increase your chances of having a stroke Right. So there's all kinds of things that if you have excess cortisol, which is, it is necessary, but if you have too much of it, right. Um, and, and after things which are supposed to return to normal, you still have a much, a bunch left. That's what it can cause all these bad things. Right. And those are things directly in your body. But now what, what does this have to do with complaining? Right. Well, I said here, complaining causes the body to release the stress hormone cortisol. So by complaining, you're releasing this hormone. And you're now having an extra amount of it because it's not being used for something that uh, the body's supposed to use it for, right? Um, that that fight or flight response is not doing that. It's it's just an extra thing you're adding to your body's intake of cortisol. So now you have an extra amount, and essentially complaining and negativity and things like that can lead right to well all these list uh, list of things here, but like weight gain, right? Um, now it's not going to be the main contributing factor, obviously, but, uh, but it can, you know, it has, it has something to do with it. Um, so that's really, really interesting that if you've never thought about it like that, like it can actually affect your body. Um, and, and you don't realize it. There's a lot of things we don't realize like that. Um, and the problem with this is that almost everybody obviously already has these narrow pathways created for complaining. Um, because it's an easy thing to do. You know, everybody, like I said, everybody does it. And it's, it's, it's the easy 
thing to do. Um, and, and even if you don't think you do it much, like everybody does it. I mean, I'm not saying I'm, I'm above this. Like, of, of course I, I complain all the time too. Everybody does it. Um, but this is just kind of to provide you with some information and start to be aware of it and, and maybe, um, you know, think of, yeah, just being aware, you know, of when you're, of when you're doing it. So like I'm saying, it's very common, uh, to complain and everybody already has these neural pathways done. Uh, in their brain. But the thing about it is that the pathways aren't able to go away on their own. So now you've got these, you've got these, these paths in your brain dedicated to complaining, making it, making it easy to complain, right? But they can't go away. They're not just going to go away automatically if you like stop complaining for a bit, right? You have to actively do something about it. Um, and it's something we're going to get into right away here. I'll give you some, uh, some things maybe you could do to, to help help start to reverse it, right? Um, and here's the thing. We're talking about complaining. Most people are thinking about, you're talking to another person, right? You're saying, oh, I, uh, you know, this this project sucks uh, with whatever you're doing or school class was horrible or, or whatever you're doing, right? And and, and uh, it's too hot out, right? That's what the case is today. It's hot here. It's like going to be 36, I think. Um, so we're sweating here recording this. It's warm, Um uh, but yeah, it, it, complaining um, is something we think that it's you know has to be external, but it doesn't have to be external, uh, or even like a verbal thing. Like you don't have to actually say it out loud because um, it'll still have negative effects, even if it's in your mind. Which maybe doesn't make any sense, but let's you know let's dive into this for a second. Uh, the average person has around fifty to seventy thousand thoughts a day, right? I didn't know that. That's a lot of thoughts, right? You're thinking a lot, um, but I mean, it's lots a lot of what we do is just think, right? Um, 50 to 70,000 thoughts a day. And the thing is about 60 to 70% of those thoughts, you guessed it, are negative. So like two thirds of the thoughts you're having on a day-to-day basis, and we're having like tens of thousands of thoughts, right? Like two thirds of those are negative. There's so much more negativity going on, even in our brain, um, just because of how we work, than, than there's positive stuff. And that thing about this, like I'm saying, complaining and the negativity doesn't have to be a verbal thing. It's what goes on in your brain as well, even subconsciously. Even if you don't see somebody for a whole day, you could have a lot of complaining happening just even if you're not talking to anybody. You could have a lot of complaining going on or in your brain. Um, and like I said, the problem is that these pathways that we've created, because it's so easy, that's why you're doing it, even if you're by yourself, they can't go away on their own. So... Um, Going into a little more on uh, on what happens. Um, well, you know, let's talk about something, how we can start to change this, I guess. Um, because if they're not going to go on the way, away on their own, you know, um, we need to do something about them, of course. So the opposite of negativity or complaining specifically, the opposite of complaining is, is gratitude. Um, so that's something we got to focus on, right? Of course, if this, we want to try to reverse this, we got to focus on gratitude. So, um, I mean, why is it the opposite? Negativity, uh, or complaining is, is just being negative about something and focusing on the bad things. But, but gratitude is, is being grateful and, and happy and seeing the good in, in the, maybe a bad situation, right? That's why, that's why it's the opposite. And that's why it's something that we need to do. Um, so an interesting thing, again, going back to how, you know, our thoughts and, and what we're doing in our mind affects our body, uh, gratitude, um, lights up many parts of the brain, obviously. Um, 
when when you're being grateful it it um mainly though mark uh lights up the center of the brain responsible for controlling bodily functions like eating sleeping and drinking and it's responsible for controlling uh, metabolism and stress levels. So basically what it's saying is that gratitude could have a profound impact uh, and influence on your sleep levels, uh, decrease depression, and just basically overall positive bodily awareness and function. So it's the opposite of what complaining's doing, which is maybe bring you down, you know, weight gain. It says, you know, potential uh, of, of having... Um, you know, a stroke and things like this. Obviously, I'm not saying that complaining is uh, is going to lead directly to this, right? But these are little tiny factors. Um, but gratitude does the opposite, right? Um, even even on a physical level, it's doing these things. So, um, like we said, the opposite is gratitude. Uh, and being grateful and practicing gratitude can start to begin reversing these complaining neural pathways that we've we've created and that can't be reversed on their own. But but doing this and practicing gratitude can start to reverse it. Um, and an interesting thing about it is, though, is that not to uh, just to completely ignore things and not complain. Like I said, it's a, it's an active thing. You have to you have to be grateful and work on some of these other things because, um, well, we're gonna we're gonna talk about stoicism for a second. The ancient Greeks uh, had a school of thought called stoicism. If you never heard about it. Uh, it basically is defined as the endurance of pain or hardship without the display of feelings and without complaint. So no feelings, like you're not showing any emotion, any feelings, uh, and you're not complaining, right? So, so that's like, well, that should be a good thing. Uh, specifically, we're talking about complaining, negativity, how it's affecting you. Uh, you know, if you were practicing stoicism, you should be kind of on top of that. You should be feeling all right, right? But the, the issue with that is that it's like a rejection of complaining, right? But but there's a problem with that because when you're enduring hardships uh, and and tough things that are going on in your life and not you know displaying feelings, it's good uh, in theory, right? That you're just you're just avoiding everything and you're not even going to acknowledge that there's bad things going on. Um, but obviously, this is going to lead to unhealthy, like coping practices, and and it's 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 ultimately could be a bad thing. So uh, we're not trying to say that. We're not trying to say don't talk to anybody and just completely stop complaining and and saying anything in general. Because like I said, there's things going on in your head anyway. But it's important to talk to people, of course. Um, but but the stoicism, um, like like thinking uh, without a school of thought, is not exactly. A good thing. So we need to actively do that. It's not a passive, just I'm not going to complain anymore. What am I going to do to try to reverse it? Right. Um, so, uh, the interesting thing about this is that displaying emotions like gratitude increase dopamine and serotonin production in one's brain. Right. So we're talking about more hormone hormones here. Um, and, and the thing about dopamine, which I'm sure a lot of you have heard before, we get that little, you know, that little hit of dopamine and, and you become addicted to it. We get it from you know, all kinds of different things. But um, basically, it's it's it causes your brain to search for that type of pleasure in, inducer. That's what it is, right? Um, in the future. So basically, when you're being grateful, practicing gratitude, you're getting that little, that little hit of dopamine and your brain wants that again. So... It's like the neural pathways with negativity and complaining that your brain's going to go down that route um, because 
because it's been wired to do that and it's going to do that more often. Now, same thing with gratitude, kind of in the opposite way that if the more you do it, it's going to release um, this dopamine that your brain's addicted to and wants more of. So it's like, oh, I like that last time, like like focusing on the good stuff and being grateful. I like that. So let's do it again, right? Um, which is an interesting thing. So it kind of it causes you to want to do it. Once you start to do it, like you realize that, uh, well, your brain realizes that this is a good thing and it likes it. Um, so that's one thing we can do is be grateful, right? If you want to try to reverse um, being negative and, and you're complaining and stuff, being grateful is something we can do. Um, and, and a way to practice that, I guess, uh, an easy way, which I, uh, I haven't been doing lately, unfortunately, which this is, I think, a good reminder to get back on top of it. But um, a really wonderful thing that I've found uh, is, is keeping a gratitude journal. Um, so, you know, maybe at the end of the day, you could be at the beginning of the day, you know, the middle of the day, whatever you want. But at the end of the day is nice because you can kind of just reflect on on what's happened in the day and what's going on and, and try to make it a positive experience when you're looking back on the day. Um, and take one or three or five things, whatever. Um, you can write down 15 if you want, but, but you know, you just start with one or, or three things that were good about the day and that you're grateful for, things you're grateful for. It could be anything. Um, like even just, I've got a, you know, a bed to sleep in tonight. Um, and, and it starts to make you think about the things in your life that you take for granted. Um, and that's what I found when I've, when I've done it. Like I said, I got to get back on top of that because it's, I, I have found it really helps. Um, so that's something you can do to practice gratitude if you're wondering. Um, and obviously just trying to be aware that you're focusing on the negatives of something or complaining about something. For example, if you've, uh, you know, your car broke down, let's say, um, you're going somewhere and, Instead of focusing on the fact that now the car broke down, you got to do something uh, about it to fix it, um, and you're off to work, right? Um, try to maybe take a, a different approach and go, you know, I'm just grateful that I have a car and I don't have to walk to work um, or, or take the bus or whatever. You know what I mean? So taking that kind of different approach can can be one of the things um, to help, you know, re uh, rewire your brain in that sense for for how you've always been thinking and changed it. Oh, okay. Well, I can find the thing that I can be grateful for in the situation. And that doesn't mean you can't be upset that your car broke down. Right. But, but I'm just trying to say that, uh, it's important to think about some of those things. Um, and you want to be, um, you know, focusing on gratitude because it helps, uh, and it'll make you feel better. Even if you've had a bad day, um, at the end of the day, if you're writing your gratitude journal or just thinking about the things you're grateful for, it just helps to go, you know what? Overall, life's pretty good. Um, and, and I got a lot of things to be grateful for. Whatever situation you're in, right? Everybody has different um, experiences and, and struggles. But whatever your situation is, there's always things to be grateful for. So those are some things that you can do. Uh, another thing that is is really important and beneficial is, like I've, I've said before, surrounding yourself with positive people. Um. The thing I, I like to say, right, is, and I think I said this in the last the last episode when we were talking about confidence, I said, uh, you know, you're the average of the people around you or something like that. Um, and it's true. So if you start to surround yourself with positive people, obviously, that's going to be a good thing. So if you're finding that you're focusing on a lot of negativity and stuff, it could potentially be just that that's part of the environment that you know and what you're around all the time. Um, so... 
as much uh, as we maybe don't think we do, we mimic the thoughts and, and expressions and you know actions of the people around us. So uh, to get a little more scientific on that, um, humans have a have a psychological behavior. It's known as mirroring. So they call this mirroring because, um, well, you're mirroring things, as you'll hear. Uh, it basically fundamentally helps us survive in the wild. When we did, uh, you know, when we were surviving in the wild back in the back in the good old days. Um, and so basically in the early days of humanity, um, and it's like this, I guess, in the wild in general, but we're talking about humans, right? Um, stronger and honorable, more resourceful individuals had an easier time surviving in an environment than others, obviously, right? They're, they're doing a better job. They're, they're stronger and they're, um, able to find food better and, you know, all those, all those different things. Um, and, and people that didn't possess some of those basic survival skills that the other people were kind of mastering, uh, would try and adopt or what they call mirror these behaviors, right? Uh, because uh, those that didn't possess them, um, if they started to mirror the things that other people, successful people were doing, it would increase their chances of survival. Um, and then obviously we're talking like a long time ago when we were uh, not living in, you know, big cities and things like this. But the thing is that this is still an innate behavior that we still have, even though we're not in that situation. It's still built into us because that's, you know, how we were, how we were, uh, how we adapted to be so, so this mirroring thing is really interesting because, like I said, you're you're adapting. Just you're seeing, okay, this person is being successful and they're able to survive. We're talking in the wild, right? But it happens today um, as well, um, even though you don't think so. So, so for example, maybe you're thinking of seeing success as being happy, right? Somebody's happy, or or or. Um, yeah, let's not talk about money. Let's talk about happiness and positivity, right? Um, maybe you're seeing that as, as being successful and, and surviving in the wild, so to speak. Um, well, right? They're surviving well. Um, and you want to, even though you may not think so, you want to be around, you want to try to mirror that. Uh, and the easiest way to do that is to be around those kind of people. So that's why, um, that's why we actually start to change how we do things and, and what we're doing based around the people we're around and the environment we're in. Um, so anyway, moving forward a little bit, uh, according to psychology today, there's five implications of mirror neurons in the human brain. So uh, here are the five things that happen. Empathy, which if you don't know what empathy is and you get confused, because I do sometimes, it's uh, understanding and sharing someone else's feelings, right? So you're not having the same feelings, but you're, you're, um, you're understanding them and you're being empathetic, right? Um, so for example, when others yawn, we have a reflex that causes us to yawn along with them. We might not need to yawn, but we will um, because it's just something that we do. So those obviously yawning is is uh, just one example, but there's a lot of different things. So that's one thing that uh, you know this mirroring causes. Another thing is uh, they call it pro-social behavior. So uh, an example is couples who live together for long periods of time. We're talking we're talking years, right? A long, long time. Um, they start to make similar facial expressions when reacting to different emotions. So, you know, starting off in the relationship or with somebody, I'm not, I'm not uh, this is as couples, but I'm sure, you know, it's with family members and things or just people that you're around a lot. Um, and, and, you know, you're really getting to know. Um, but, but basically what happens is that, uh, we all make different facial expressions. There's so many different facial expressions, but you start to adapt 
to what other people do. So in this situation, uh, like a couple that's been together for a long time and been around each other for a long time, will start to actually change the like way they react to things with their facial expressions um, and, and do similar things. But that's not something like you're aware of, right? So it's the interesting thing about this mirroring um, is that we do things without even realizing this. You've, you've, even after, well, I don't know how long, but let's say, you know, uh, 25 years of, you know, it's a long time, but of, of being, you know, together with someone, um, you start to actually change the way you do things with your facial expressions and stuff that you don't realize that you actually do. Um, so we're subconsciously changing, you know, things are happening without us being aware. So that's one of the other things. Um, craving is another thing that happens, uh, using, using this kind of mirroring thing. So like an ex-cigarette smoker, um, having like an experience of cravings, uh, having you wanting a cigarette when observing somebody else smoking. Um, they're not smoking and they don't really like, you know, have the cigarette in their hands, but they're seeing somebody else do it. And then they're feeling this feeling of craving. That's another thing this mirroring does. Uh, fourth one, which I thought was interesting is, is called, uh, they say inheriting psychological trauma. So, uh, I mean, the example they have here is, is kids who have been abused by their parents tend to internalize their parents' psychological problems or, um, you know, things, uh, such as fear and, and depression without them realizing it. So, so someone's been in a traumatic situation and, and say there was another person that caused that, you know, the reason maybe that the other person was causing that, um, you can actually do to mirroring without realizing can inherit those traits that that person, you know, caused them to do that to you. You can inherit that and, and do it to others without you knowing. Uh, I'm not saying this, you know, always, obviously always happens, but it's something that can happen without us, us realizing. Uh, and of course it's all, you know, how we, we deal with things and every, every situation is different. Yes. But it's just interesting that, um, there's so many things that you can inherit and, and that can affect you, um, without you realizing like things change without you realizing. That's the big thing about this mirroring. Um, so we come to the fifth thing they talked about in the psychology today, uh, is, is happiness. So humans who are exposed to happy people are 15% more likely to have a mood change and be happy along with them. 15%. Just by being around people. You having a bad day, right? We're talking about your car breaking down earlier. You come home and, and there's a nice meal prepared for you. And, uh, friends, friends, family over, whatever. And they're happy people having a good time, being positive. You're 15% more likely to feel better after that or have a mood change and not feel, you know, bad and, and upset about what happened earlier with your car. Um, because just because you're around happy people and that's because of this mirroring thing, like we're saying, all these things change. There's like these five different things that can change just by being in an environment around people due to mirroring. So um, this is the big thing, right? We're talking about. So basically it's the brain mimicking its environment and adapting to people who look like they're quote unquote, like surviving in the world um, more effectively. So obviously surviving or what we're going to call surviving is different in our modern day society than back when we were living um, wherever, right in the jungle or something. But um, that's that's what we do without realizing it, our brain's adapting to these things. So what does all this mean, Harrison? You might be asking. Um, what I'm trying to say is that that's kind of the like things that actually happen without us realizing. So we're trying to combat complaining and negativity. And I said, one of the good things to be, to do with that is to surround yourself with positive people. 
because because of all those those traits that we have and and the way our brain works and the way we adapt to our environments uh as we just kind of talked about um it's so important to be around people that aren't maybe complaining as much or being more positive and happy um because that will although you may not think it it will change your um well it'll obviously change your mood as we said by up to like 15% right um but it will also just make you feel better and you will start to adapt the traits of those people that are complain uh complaining less and and maybe being more you know um focusing on gratitude more and and they're just being happy and positive and that's what we want that's it's a really big thing so obviously like i said we can practice gratitude but one of the big things is surrounding yourself with positive people and obviously this is not ever going to be an ideal situation for everybody. So maybe it's not like you're saying, oh, well, uh, I'm in a really unfortunate environment and I can't surround myself with a bunch of positive people. Well, it doesn't have to be, you know, 15 people that are all like that. Start by finding one. If you know one person, I'm sure everybody knows one person that that's, you know, you feel good being around, um, you know, or you feel that they're happy and, and, and more positive then uh, maybe some of the other people in your life try to spend some more time with them. And that's an easy thing to try to focus on. Make that like a first goal, right? If that's where you're just starting out and you're needing to to do that, um, that's that's an easy way to do it. But surrounding yourself with positive people uh, is a big thing. And that's why it happens because of that, that mirroring thing that, um, you know, our, our body and our mind um, inherently do that. Um, and, uh, just an interesting thing here that we're talking about, you know, being around positive people. Um, but the, the same goes for being with negative people or, or people that do complain a lot. It's going to do the same thing because of that mirroring effect is going to cause you to do it more. And if you listen to this podcast and you made it this far, that's not something I think that you want to do because you're making an effort to, to work on your personal growth and bettering yourself. Um, so you don't want to be around those negative people that bring you down and kind of suck that energy out of you and, and replace it with the bad, bad energy, the negative energy. Um, so here's a quote that's really relevant, I think. Uh, it's from George Washington, uh, our man, George Washington. And it says, it's far better to be alone than in bad company. Right? That's an interesting thing if you think about it. Um, because maybe being alone is not great and it's not one of your favorite things um, and it's something you're working on. But being alone is better than being influenced by, you know, negative people. Um, it says bad company. Um, people that are, are not going to push you and, and help you to be happier and to grow and things like that. And um, I mean, it's true. If you're not in, if you're in an environment just with yourself, at least you're in control of, of, or you can be in control of what's being said and what's happening. But if you're around bad, um, bad company, as he says, um, and I'm not saying negative people are bad. That's not at all what I'm trying to say, but, but just people that are, you know, not being as positive, maybe that you'd like, like the people, not the people that you'd like to be around. Um, it's better to be alone, <laughs> right? So you can focus on your own, on your own, uh, thoughts and what you're doing. Um, and one more thing here. It's interesting. Um, is that, uh, it says, if you want to be happy, be, which is, which is a really, uh, big thing. And that's from, uh, Leo Tolstoy. Um, and <laughs> that's a big thing. It's easy to say, right? But, but it's true. 
it, it is a choice at some point, you know, happiness and, and positivity and stuff like that. Like I said, like we're wired, um, to focus on complaining and stuff because of, you know, the science and how our brain works. We're, we're wired and we've, we've wired a kind of ourselves with those, those pathways to focus on negativity, but the changing that won't happen just on its own. It is a choice. So if you want to be happy, be, it says, you need to decide that that's something you want to do. It doesn't mean it's going to happen right away. Um, cause you know, that makes it sound like it's just going to happen right away. It's not going to happen right away, but taking the time out of your day and making it a priority to try to, um, focus on it is really important. So, uh, and I know that if you are listening to this, like I said, that's something you want to do. And I'm very grateful that you, uh, you spent the time with me today and to listen, um, take time out of your day to learn and grow. Uh, and that's what this podcast is all about. Um, like I said, learning and growing uh, together. I'm learning uh, while I'm, you know, we're researching these things and I'm explaining them to you. I'm learning as well. And it's it's just, a, that's what this community is based around. So before we leave, uh, I just want to quickly recap what we talked about, um, you know, complaining. We, we talked about how the uh, rewires your neural pathways to want to complain more in the future, but that doesn't change on its own. You have to put in an effort um, and it has to be a choice and something that you want to try to fix. So what's a way to do that? Well, the opposite of complaining is gratitude, right? So like I said, you can you can uh, start to do maybe a gratitude journal or, um, <clears throat> sorry, and uh, a gratitude journal or, you know, maybe uh, just making it a priority to try to think about or be aware of when you are complaining, being negative and focus on... Something else, focus on what you can be grateful for in that situation. And then, of course, surrounding yourself with positive, uh, grateful, happy people. And we know that that will affect uh, you and how you feel and what you do because of uh, mirroring and, and how, our, how our bodies and minds work, um, even from a, like innate human response. That's something that we do, right? So those are some of the things that we can do. Uh, and before I end this today, I just want to quickly... Uh, let you know about uh, Don't Settle, which is what uh, puts on this podcast. It's a platform and community um, dedicated to helping you grow. It's dedicated to personal growth and and creating a community of of those kind of things we're talking about today: positivity, um, you know, gratitude, motivation, that kind of thing. And um, I'm very excited because we uh, just recently officially launched this out to out to the world and we've had a wonderful response and and I'm really looking forward to seeing how this grows um, the the platform how it grows along with the people that are, are being a part of it uh, and if you haven't checked out uh, the website which you probably have if you listen to the podcast right now but if you haven't checked out the website it's uh, don't settle official.ca you can check it out all kinds of things on there um, and we're in the works of, of bringing out uh, working on you know lots of new content and and providing resources and some information for you so you can work on bettering yourself and and feeling better uh, with you know all aspects of of life uh, your mind body and spirit right because those things are all so interconnected um, and one thing if you're not following us on Instagram you can check that out at don't settle official on Instagram uh, it's a Facebook page same thing don't settle official uh, and the email community, if you want to be a part of that, which I strongly suggest you uh, should go check it out. Um, it's on the website. It'll uh, um, 
the community section, obviously, of the website, if you want to want to check that out. Um, and it's just basically going to be updates on kind of things that we're putting out um, so you don't miss anything. But also um, the goal is to, once we start to build the community, connect you with other people um, like this, positive people and, and people that you help each other grow because that's, that's a big thing, right? Uh, life is all about relationships and connections and we want to make that easier for you to meet with people and and to be part of a community of positivity and things so it'll be you know maybe some reminders of of things um, some motivation to get through your week and uh there's going to be a newsletter just a really short read to help maybe uh keep you on track with this personal growth thing so go check out that uh the community uh and and that is all we've got for you today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We're talking about gratitude and I just want to say I'm so grateful that uh, that I'm able to, to do this, put out this information and share with people and and have you listen. So thank you so much for taking time of your day to listen to this. I hope the rest of your day is incredible uh, and and I hope that you can find some things to be grateful for today. And if, if you do have, maybe there's people in your life that you're grateful for, let them know. Uh, and that's really important. So... Uh, yes, just so grateful for you guys and uh, just keep loving life. We'll chat with you later. If you're interested in more content like this, go check out our website at don'tsettleofficial.ca. We're dedicated to providing resources, information, and content designed to assist you on your journey of personal growth and most of all, to help you live life to the fullest. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll chat with you next time.